This episode of Country Squire Radio is brought to you by Missouri Meerschaum. We thank them for supporting this show, and we thank you for supporting them. You're listening to Country Squire Radio. Welcome to Country Squire Radio. I'm Bo. And I'm John David. JD. Good <laughs> afternoon, man. <laughs> JD. <laughs> yeah. What's up, dude? Yeah. Uh, you know, not much, not much. You know what? Actually, this is so wild, man. Like, uh, we we were we were recording this episode uh, shortly thereafter Halloween. Yeah, yeah, just a couple days. You know, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta share something with you, and and I realized that I meant to do this before we started recording. Uh oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I'm, you know, every single year, I I, I think I've, I I typically talk about this, but I love uh, Halloween. I love to sit out in front of the house. I I typically enjoy my pipe by the fire while kids do the trick-or-treating and then they come back to the house and then our house is the last one they trick-or-treat and then we pass out candy for the rest of the night yeah and it's a lot of fun and you know in in the uh, current era we kind of got creative and it was interesting man like our entire neighborhood seemed to have like this collective idea all at the same time without communicating with each other <laughs> which uh was to put out like tables in our front yards and like you know like set out the candy and oh, the yeah, kids that's come cool yeah it, it worked really well but here's the thing I got this, maybe I shouldn't even talk about this, but you know, I'm going to, I got this one neighbor. (laughs) She, I mean, like nice lady came in, uh, she's walking by, she had her dog and they, she walks into the yard and starts talking. And you know, that kind of thing when somebody's talking to you, I know, you know, this kind of thing, especially being behind the the store counter. (laughs) Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm captive, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Like, so that's the thing. Like she starts talking and I want to be polite. So, you know, I'm not telling her to leave or anything like that. And you know, I want to be a nice neighbor. But she starts kind of moving her way more into my yard. And then kids come by and like trick or treat. And then she starts sitting down in the lawn chair. And she's like, you know, we're not necessarily having a conversation so much as she's just kind of talking and I'm kind of affirming. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, you're doing that polite uh, Southern, uh huh. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, anyway, <laughs> all this is going on. So, here's the situation she's got a dog. My dog comes barreling out of the side of the house. The two dogs sniff each other for a quick second, and then they get into it. They start oh, fighting. Oh, man. And I've, I've never seen my dog fight another dog before. It was crazy. Like, it was just very bizarre. And, like, at <laughs> one point, man, her dog had its, like, like mouth around the head of my dog. It was in, like, you know, they're both That's not terrifying. very big dogs. Oh, it was awful. So I get behind uh, my dog, Isley. I pull her, pull her away. I pick her up, and I, I bring her back to the site. And then I come back outside, and her dog is acting all like, like licking its paws and everything. And right. she starts talking about how like vicious my dog is. And I'm like, what? What? <laughs> like, it was you're the, the one that brought thing. this party to my to my house. You know, <laughs> get off my lawn, woman. Well, the problem was, man, in the middle of it, she's sitting there, and like I got like she was like right in the middle of it, so her hand got bit or something like that. And so anyway, she had like blood on her hands. It was it was a it was not a, a great. Situation. Tra- traumatic Halloween at the uh, at the York household. Very traumatic. You can't smoke a pipe to that man. Involving <laughs> the neighbors and you know perhaps some attorneys. You just you, never you know, know it's funny. My yeah. cousin was with me and he is an attorney. And so like they, he was he was with the kids when they were trick or treating. He came oh back in. And I was like, let me talk to you about something that just went down here. Just to make sure <laughs> you know. I, 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 anyway, so it was it was crazy. Wild, man. Oh man, what a mess. Well, I'm yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you weren't hurt, and uh, I, I hope Isley, uh, precious precious pup, wasn't uh, wasn't hurt either. So it was just um, and she was saying the scared. meanest thing about my dog. I'm like, my dog has never had issues with anybody else's dog. What's your dog been up to? Because like no, she's the one, like like chaining her dog up in the front yard all the time while it's yeah. barking at everybody coming. I'm by. telling you, man, you, you can't you don't talk about someone's mama and you don't talk about someone 
someone's dog. You know, that's that's Come on, it, man. It, you're, you can I, like I can oh, talk exactly. about my dog. Exactly. I can talk about my dog and my mama. But don't you talk about my dog. and my mama. <laughs> 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 anyway, so I, I'm sorry to like share that at the top of the show. No, but, like, I really meant to, to no, share that with you great. before we started recording. <laughs> that's funny. I um Yeah, we, we had a great Halloween on our end, man. It was funny. I, I thought actually our city had canceled uh, Halloween, you know, trick or treating and all you. that stuff. Yep. But then uh, folks, uh, you know, I, I don't know if we were doing it anyway or if the city uh, just kind of, uh, you know, wound up, wound up sanctioning it or whatever. But we, we got these neighborhood emails, this flood of neighborhood emails that were like, yeah, okay, well, if you're going to be giving out candy, like, you know, put your, uh, you know, let us know. And so we were like, oh, we'll figure out some kind of way to do this. So, so yeah, we, we uh, you know, have put our name on the list and, and they came and put a b- balloon in our yard to signify that we were giving out candy and sat out front, smoked the pipe and we're giving out, um, you know, three musketeers and Snickers bars. And it was it, it, the the miniature version of kind, of course. Yeah. I had a great time and it was really, really good. So yeah, we, Man. we finally ran out of candy, but then, uh, at that point I was smoking a cigar and, you know, but I wasn't finished with the cigar and I was like, well, I, you know, I really want to finish the cigar, but we're out of candy. And uh-huh. so, you know, I, it's, I, my wife uh, graciously, you know, turned off all the lights around the house and everything to try to get it as dark as possible. And then we sat right, there right, clandestinely right. and so I could finish my uh, delicious Monte Cristo. So. <laughs> Oh, I was th- I was thinking you were about anyway. to say that you robbed some kid of their candy, or possibly even your own child. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, yeah, that that would be uh, well, you know, my child's so young, she wouldn't know. So I mean, oh, you know, what, yeah, what's you what's the harm? <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's a uh, that's a carrier's fee. What's right the there. harm? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, good, man. It sounds like we uh, we sounds like you had a much better uh, Halloween than I did. So I'm well, glad I'm glad for that for sure. We man. had a good time, man. Look, we've got a lot of stuff that's going on. You know, um, actually, right before we, we clicked the record button, you and I were kind of talking about the yeah. uh, the rest of the year and how we've got a just some amazing content plans, some amazing episodes that we're super excited about. But, man, of everything that is coming down the pipeline, uh, pun not intended, I it, there is the one show that I think uh, has become a one of our, our most favorite traditions and yeah. has kind of built upon itself and and been, you know, something very special. No, I'm not talking about our, our Christmas special. No, I'm not talking about tracking and packing. Uh, you know, the, to the depths has already come. I am talking <laughs> about the best of series from Country Squire Radio. Yes, indeed. Yeah, so this is, uh, for, for listeners who are not aware, every single year uh, we have a special episode at the end of the year where we kind of choose our best of for that year previous. And the way this works, it's a, it's a little bit of... A, it's a collaborative effort with you you guys and gals and listeners as well as us here at Country Squire Radio where nominations for the best of in the various categories that I'm about to mention are sourced from all of y'all. So y'all send in nominees. We take from those and we showcase uh, the top nominees that y'all have chosen on our best of 2020 and we select in our slash John David's infinite wisdom, what is the Country <laughs> Squire radio uh, choice for the best of 2020? So it's a lot of fun, and it is a great way for you to highlight your favorite, uh, you know, carver or, or blend or product or uh, community, as we're about to kind of talk about. Yeah, that's right. So, man, we've got some great categories, and I am super, super excited for it. Let me go ahead and say this now. If you want to, you can ever head over to CountrySquireRadio.com. You will see the best of Uh, 2020 button you want to click that and you can start entering in your nominations there it's just 10 categories the way that we have it set up so it's uh, super quick to do very very simple and uh, looking forward to getting those in but here are some of the categories that uh, we're looking to gather from you this is just a few of them you'll see all of them when you get there but 
you know, the best tobacconist talking about the best, uh, uh, you know, uh, shop, uh, tobacco shop that's yeah. out there. Yeah. Best artisan blend, best tin tobacco, best pipe carver, pipe manufacturer, pipe uh, publication, Weber print, YouTube channel, these types of things. Now, a couple of things. First of all, and I want to make sure we, we are very clear on this, man, because, you know, when, we, when we're talking about the best of product, be it an artisan blend, a tin tobacco, uh, a tamp, a lighter, whatever it may be, we're specifically looking for nominations of new products that entered into the market yeah. In the year 2020. Yeah, we want something that came out this year. You know, <laughs> every year, uh, you know, we announce like requests for best, uh, you know, nominations for best uh, tin tobacco or best, uh, you know, best, uh, you know, accessory or something like that. And and everybody's like the check tool <laughs> right. or, or <laughs> right, night, right. nightcap or something that's not even made anymore, like Frogmorton or right. <laughs> <laughs> something like that. We're, we want to be, you know, specifically call out, you know, we're looking for new products here. So particularly with the uh, accessory category, the artisanal blend. Uh, and that, that art, artisan blend, that's going to be a uh, hand-blended product by someone that's not one of the big companies. So, that's right. Um, you know, uh, last year, uh, Ken Byron Ventures won, uh, won that, uh, and it did a, did a really good job with that. Uh, uh, tin Tobacco, you know, we're looking for a tobacco uh, that came out in this past calendar year. What was it? Uh, you know, something that uh, debuted and, you know, was new to the market, uh, you know, this past year. And then, um, and and then also the uh, the pipe as well. So, um, you know, pipe. This is kind of a harder one to, and it can you know go in a bunch of different directions. But mm. you know, sometimes it's a you know a single artisan pipe that uh, a uh, you know an, an artisan produced, uh, or it might be a new pipe uh, series or line that one of the big you know manufacturers came out with last year. It was a Savinelli uh, regimental line that was That's really right. really um, special and and you know just got a lot of buzz and was really uh, you know really just you know. It, caught the caught the pipe world so you know that's the kind of thing we're looking for it could go a bunch of different directions but those are the types of things we're looking for on those particularly those four categories the uh, accessory artisan blend tinned tobacco and and the pipe so uh, right. th- we want new products there yeah that's right now every single year at least for the last three years we we tried to add new categories as as you know the years have gone on and you know, thinking about what what uh, you know what what else can be featured or what else should be featured as a best of in in the pipe world and uh, pipe industry and pipe community. And you know, last year we kind of opened up the category of accessory to make it a lot broader. Yeah. Uh, even when you go to nominate this time around, uh, we kind of using accessory as kind of a, a way to like gather a lot, be it tamp, lighter, case, that sort of thing, or mm-hmm. or even beyond that. Really excited to see what uh, what folks nominate. Yeah, pipe stands. I mean, it could, it could be anything. Anything. This year, I am super excited, man. This year, I think we've got a, a great new category that I am super excited to include as part of our best of series and and part of uh, to open the nominations for. And it's a category that, uh, you know, part of me is like, man, I can't believe we've never done this before. Yeah, but I thought the same thing. At the exact same time, man, there has never been a better time to highlight it. And that is uh, for best new pipe club or pipe community. Uh, of 2020. Now we are going to be, uh, you know, we want you to do encourage your your pipe club or pipe online community um, to, uh, you know, y- you can vote for yourselves. Let me go ahead and say that. <laughs> that, that that is okay. But we're looking for folks to really highlight their pipe clubs and pipe community, and we'll be specifically looking for uh, clubs and or communities 
that have really been, you know, you, you know, really there for each other in this year. You yeah. know, there, I mean, off the top of my head, I can think of a good handful of communities that have really just upped their game this year in the midst of a global pandemic as people have been apart and desiring to be together. And just so much of what a pipe club or a pipe community is, is about connection and connecting with folks over uh, a beloved uh, uh, hobby and art form yeah. and from, from all walks of life, being able to come together over this one, one uh, shared enjoyment and, uh, how that's a, that's a powerful experience and the thing is the the pipe communities that are out there the pipe clubs and pipe communities out there have been holding it down and really I think there's there's some major highlights and I'm, I'm looking forward to this particular category in particular yeah yes if you are or have or know of a pipe club and or a pipe community and again that can be an online community we want you to nominate them as well yeah uh, so the best of 2020 button is available at countrysquireradio.com. Click that to uh, enter in your nominations. Uh, we probably won't spend as much time uh, hyping it up every week, but we will be reminding you yeah. uh, to get those nominations in for the next few weeks here as we uh, build up to the end of the year, man. I'm really excited about this. Uh, you know, we, we've every year that this has gone on, we've each year kind of made a little more emphasis and a little more emphasis on it. And I, I think the pipe community has, um, you know, it, it, it's a miracle that you guys listen to us anyway. But <laughs> even on top of that, it's it's so cool that y'all have, uh, you know, really uh, kind of bought into this and, and uh, found it worthwhile while to do just to recognize you know folks out there that are um, you know, advancing our community. These are the folks that are, um, you know, bringing our, you know, the pipe community to the next level, to, uh, you know, continuing to innovate and all those type of things. It's uh, it's just really special to to pull out, you know, some of the, the real overachievers and, and unique pieces that are out there. And, you know, the pipe community, that that's going to be fun. The pipe club or community, like you said, Bo, that has been the, the you know, part of all this that's really kind of kept the, the flame kindled, you know, over the mm-hmm. uh, the past year is we haven't been able to physically get together and so a lot of pipe clubs physical pipe clubs that meet let's say at a you know to a pipe shop or a um, you know city or you know your your local group or whatever a lot of those have even had to transition into online communities and so uh, and and then have done that kind of and now they have this new you know kind of hybrid thing they meet you know online they meet locally and it, there's a lot of that going on it's just really a, a fun experimental time with that uh, even in light of all the chaos so uh, we're, we're thankful for the pipe communities and um, looking forward to getting those nominations for uh, for that yep that's right all right one last thing on this I just I just realized I need to make sure that I mention those yeah uh, in case it's not already very very clear with all of these categories now obviously you know country squire radio uh, you know we've got a very prolific tobacconist here as a <laughs> As a host of Country Squire Radio, <laughs> we, we, uh, there are some amazing products that the Country Squire puts forward. Don't uh, consider this, us. We, we are, this we are show not in, in particular. Yes, yeah, yes. Yeah, that's right. The, we are not. The, uh, you know, uh, we are not in consideration. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> not the that you would necessarily nominate us, but you know, if you were so inclined, just no, 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 no. <laughs> see, 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 no, no, that is not it at all. But even, even like the community, if if you are a part of the Country Squire Radio, yeah. uh, Pipe Club, uh, even our community, unfortunately cannot be considered. We want to make sure that we are we're kind of removing ourselves and the show yeah, that's right. from from the running from that standpoint and really using the show as an opportunity to highlight elsewhere within the industry and, and that sort of thing. So uh, while while we are honored and we'll just go ahead and assume that you would write us in on everything. Uh, <laughs> Best pipe carver, Bo York. <laughs> right, right. I don't know, man. You should say, well, no, it's just terrible. Anyway, yeah. Uh, so yeah, so but one way or the other. So yes, of course, we don't, we, uh, John David, the Country Squire, the Country Squire Radio and all affiliated uh, uh, products and or communities, 
are not to be considered for uh, for nominations. So just wanted to put that in there as yeah. well. Uh, man, I am super stoked because we just yeah. got done talking about the best of, and now we're going to be talking about the world. Well, not okay, quite. All right. All right. It's easy now. Back off. <laughs> no, I like we, what you did there. Yeah. <laughs> we've got a topic I'm really, really excited to dive yeah. into here, man. Uh, so let, let's let's all cast our minds back to one of the earliest times we may have walked into a pipe shop, not knowing quite what we were walking into. You know, you look around and say if it's a, a pipe shop worth its salt, you've got pipes laid across perhaps glass containers with uh, shining lights dedicated to those pipes that are, uh, you know, sparkling with price points that are mm. completely unimaginable to you when you first walked in the door. <laughs> or maybe up there on the wall, you might have a display of uh, various pipes with their manufacturer, um, you know, in, engraved in some sort of plaque, letting you know the caliber of pipe that you are looking at. Or perhaps you might uh, continue your walk down the shop and around all the various tins or perhaps jars of pipe tobacco. You might also happen to notice that there is something that looks to be a basket of forgotten pipes that is just jumbled on top of each other, uh, <laughs> gathered in some sort of assorted uh, way that is not assorted in any kind of way. That's uh, right. A way in which that looks like a pipe salad, perhaps uh, dis <laughs> discarded pipes, the kind of pipes that to your I, at that moment, walking through the door, you're like, who who has done this? These, these he, he are said good a pipe, pipes. He said a pipe salad. <laughs> it's a pipe salad. And, and, and so you, you walk over there, and immediately, uh, perhaps a pipe catches your eye. Maybe, it, it's a, maybe it's a saddle bit straight pipe with a little bit of uh, engraving and, and rustication and nice little lines all the way around, and you pick it up, and you want to buy it, but suddenly you look around and you notice all of those bright, shiny pipes with price points that'll put your kid through college— <laughs> And you think, am I doing the right thing here? Is this okay? <laughs> what is this basket pipe? And why is a basket pipe a basket pipe? The humble basket pipe. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you set that up. That's beautiful. You know, you, there's there's always that special place in any, uh, like you said, pipe shop worth its salt that, that has these uh, <laughs> this pipe salad of, uh, of, you know, humble forgotten pipes that are, uh, maybe brush to the side a little bit, maybe not as fancy as that front case that features the white dotted Dunhills and the, the white bar Costellos and things of that nature and your artisanal American carved pipes. You know, these are uh, the, the humble basket pipe, you know, and I, I, I look forward to this. Someday someone really should, uh, you know, as much fun as, as uh, pipe carvers have. And gosh, they do have fun. I mean, you could just see all the insanity that they put out regularly with the, some of their creative ideas. Someone really needs to carve a briar pipe in the shape of a wicker basket. Can, can we just do that? Oh, can, we, can we make wow. a basket pipe? <laughs> like, a, wow. Has that's, that not been done? It's kind of over, like, it's such an obvious idea, but it, but it's, it, as far as I know, it's never been done. Someone needs to carve a basket pipe, a premium huh. basket pipe. Um, so I'm going to just issue that challenge, okay? <laughs> I'm going to just <laughs> issue that as a uh, as a challenge. Uh, yeah, man, what is a basket pipe? You know, we talk about that and we kind of throw that word around, right? It's something that we assume folks uh, understand what that means. And it, they come in a, a lot of different, uh, you know, varieties. Historically, they were sold, like you said, out of a basket, just mounds of them mixed together. The idea was you're supposed to 
kind of rummage through this, you know, amalgam of pipes to find just the right one, almost like a uh, like a grab bag thing, or you know, these are like leftover kind of deals, you know, something seconds that uh, you know maybe were just not as uh, interesting, and so they put in this you know big bowl or basket that you kind of rummage through and picked out the right one, and you know it didn't really matter if they rubbed up against each other or you know scuffed a little bit. They were they're basket pipes, you know. It's almost like you know going to the candy store and digging your you know hand around and I don't know. A, actually, as I'm saying this, it's kind of gross thinking about it, but like. You know, <laughs> digging around in a candy bowl or something. I don't know. It's just that kind of, you know, that kind of idea. You know, at the Squire, we actually sell these now as they're hanging on our wall. They're not in a, a basket. They're actually hanging on our wall. We refer to them here in our shop as uh, as wall pipes. And so, uh, you know, back in the day, uh, we had many, many more wall displays uh, in our shop. And so, uh, you know, we sold a variety of pipes on the wall, as it were. But now, you know, our basket pipes are the only pipes uh, that reside kind of on the wall. And so the rest of our more premium pipes are going to be inside glass cases, like you mentioned, that are kind of, you know, if you've never been to our shop or another premium tobacconist, you know, it's like a, um, you know, imagine going to a, uh, to a jewelry store, right? You you go in a jewelry store and you walk in, there's a lot of fancy glass cases and, you know, on each glass case are these pieces of jewelry. And, and so our pipes are displayed kind of in that way, at least the more premium pipes. And, and we have our, our wall pipes as our version of a basket pipe. Um, right. And so, um, yeah, you know, we're, we're talking about, you know, affordable wooden pipes. These are pipes that uh, are accessible and, you know, may uh, you know, have some flaws, but uh, but also are just you know in every man's pipe. It's something that you don't mind rummaging through a little bit to uh, pay twenty bucks for a pipe. And um, you know, it it it's funny. Back in the day, you know, this was something where uh, you know you could go get a basket pipe for you know four or five dollars kind of thing. And and that is not the case anymore. Basket pipes, depending on where you go and who makes them, and all this kind of stuff, can range anywhere from. Uh, you know, fifteen or twenty dollars to near fifty and and over. Our our basket pipes are anywhere from forty to fifty dollar pipes. Uh, you know, in, in that range. But um, you know, these are these are simple, affordable, uh, wooden pipes. I say wooden pipes because you know generally they're made of briar. But sometimes you'll have folks uh try to pass off you know woods that uh go in these type of pipes that aren't briar. Maybe. Uh, maybe a cherry or, uh, you know, a maple or something of that nature. And typically, they're briar pipes. Simple shapes, uh, just different characteristics. Simple shapes that, uh, you know, can be mass reproduced. So think a simple billiard, a simple acorn, uh, a Dublin, you know, things that uh, can come out, be cranked out very uh, very fast, not a lot of expertise that goes into it. Machines are, you know, specifically made to each, you know, made to manufacture each and every one of these shapes. And so, you know, the they are machine-made pipes. They're pipes that uh, can be mechanized, you know, as far as how they're uh, produced. And, um, you know, and, and so that same shape can be cranked out, uh, you know, it, just it, quite a lot of. Typically, they have, uh, you know, vulcanite stems, those black plastic stems or, you know, hard rubber stems that we're kind of used to. Uh, vulcanite, uh, just as an aside, we've mentioned before, vulcanite and ebonite, they're essentially the same product. But what a, a lot of times in the pipe community, um, we use the word vulcanite to refer to like a lower quality ebonite stem. So some, some folks would, you know, have, they'd say, well, you know, vulcanite uses more sulfur or something like that. I, you know, I don't know. It, my understanding is ebonite and vulcanite are kind of the same, but we refer to ebonite when something is a, instead of like a pre-made stem, it's a more 
uh, you know, hand cut, hand carved, uh, you know, handmade stem. It's something that is uh, a little more care has been taken into uh, in, into producing. The vulcanite stems, like you'll find on on a lot of basket pipes, are pre-made. They're they're you know sometimes you'll even find marks on them where they uh, came out of a mold and then they you know are fitted to the pipe uh, pretty. Um, you know, not roughly necessarily, but, you know, just they don't take as much care uh, doing that. So some of the basket pipes you'll find, they may or may not contain filters. They might have a, um, you know, a, a nine millimeter filter, a six millimeter filter, or they might uh, not have filters at all. Some of them have stingers in them, which is so random because stingers haven't been popular in pipe smoking in a very, very long time. But you'll see in a lot of basket pipes, they'll have a stinger in there. A stinger is a, a small metal insert uh, that pokes in the uh, in the end of the tenon, which you know the part that goes into the wooden part of the pipe, the shank, and that that little uh, piece of metal, it's meant to kind of uh, work as a you know smoke a heat condenser. That uh, you know the idea is it. Um, you know, it's supposed to cool your smoke down by collecting moisture. The reality is it just creates a big mess and you want to pull it out and throw it away. <laughs> so uh, so you'll find that sometimes. <laughs> and then, you know, often these pipes are also uh, what we call in retail white labeled. Um, Bo, are you familiar with that white labeling concept? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, especially in like development, a white labeled is like something that's previously made for some other company to kind of put their branding on and kind of claim it as their own. So yeah, a lot of basket pipes had this kind of, uh, you know, white labeled, you know, it, someone else makes the pipe and then they put so-and-so's name on it, uh, you know, for for that company to give out kind of thing. So uh, you'll find that in a lot of giveaway items. I mean, think about, uh, you know, maybe your favorite beer koozie or <laughs> you know, something like that. I mean, uh, you know, there's, there's items that, you know, have everybody's name on them you can get your name put on almost anything and uh, a lot of those places don't produce that particular item so um, sometimes they won't have anything written on them at all except made in Italy uh, you'll see uh, a lot of uh, these basket pipes they've got uh, just either no nomenclature at all or they might all they might have on them a period is just you know quote unquote made in Italy and so um, you know and that's it a lot of you, you never know where uh, the pipe came from other than the country it may have come from um, you know, a, a famous factory. It may have come from uh, a very small factory. Just, um, you know, you never, you never know. The main thing that unites all these different pipes that we refer to as basket pipes is that they're cheap. <laughs> they're, they're, they're pretty inexpensive. And, uh, you know, and, 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 and I say that, you know, you, you've got cheap and what that denotes, and then you've got inexpensive and what, and what that denotes, you know, as a retailer, I'm, I'm trying, I try to be very careful you know, when I use those two words, because uh, there are pipes that are affordable and quality, and we, we try to call those inexpensive items. <laughs> and then we have, you know, products that uh, that are on the market that are just cheap. They're just doggone cheap, you know. <laughs> so I mean, you, you buy them to burn Yeah, them, right? I mean, like you know, you, the the uh, you kind of, you, you pay five bucks and you know what you're getting kind of thing, you know, so... Hmm. Um, anyway, just, um, you know, something to keep in mind, but, um, yeah, those are kind of the characteristics of these, uh, these basket pipes, you know, they, uh, have a variety of sources, um, and, and they do come from many sources. The factories exist, um, so some of them are made in factories that exist only to make basket pipes. They make specifically. See, that's fascinating to me. Like, yeah. So, all right. So these are, these are factories that are like just pumping out like basket pipes, I mean, surely that's not all they produce, right? I mean, like, do you, do you, I'm just very curious about, like, 
where do basket pipes come from? <laughs> yeah. You know? Well, you think about a lot of the trinkets that are sold, you know, anything that's made of wood. You know, I mean, it, a lot of these processes can be kind of, they can work together in order to, you know, make a multitude of things. And so, um, and, and then also if you make a, uh, you know, a, a pipes, then it's going to be obvious that you're going to have an entree into that market. So you might also make um, and sell, you know, things like pipe tools or, um, you know, tampers and, and leather goods and things of that nature. And so, um, you know, they just kind of all go together in some sense. But, um, but yeah, there are factories that exist to make, uh, you know, what we know of as basket pipes. They're all, there are also big manufacturers that make these pipes. You know, some of the most famous uh, pipe makers in the world uh, produce pipes that we refer to as basket pipes. And, you know, they might be seconds of their uh, more, you know, their nicer products or, uh, you know, maybe briar that didn't quite make the cut for, um, you know, some of their more, um, you know, mainline uh, pipes, their their name brand pipes, and so um, and and then some of that briar will actually be sold to these other factories that will produce um, you know a lot of these uh, these basket pipes. Uh, some factories produce many brands. A lot of people don't know this, but you know in the pipe smoking world, it's kind of um, their pipe manufacturing world. It's kind of um, it's kind of weird. There's like these factories that produce like you know, a bunch of different brands. They're at like, you know, hey, yeah, we're this factory and we make this brand and this brand and this brand and this brand. And that's like, I thought each one of them are separate. You know, we think nowadays of the uh, Barantini and the modern GBD and Sassini. And, you know, th these are a lot of, you know, Aldo Villani. These are a lot of brands that uh, kind of kind of tend to, you know, run together. They've got a lot of common uh, manufacturing um, facilities and staffs that are that are put together that produce these pipes. And so um, even brands nowadays like Stanwell, uh, you know, you think of some other, uh, some basket pipe brands that are, are more associated with that, like uh, Benton, La Roca, Lorenzetti, Wessex. Um, you know, these are pipe brands that they're made in other factories. They kind of go together. You know, you, you might have some that come out in this line and, and in a very similar, you know, shape in this other line. And you're like, I thought those were different brands. And technically they are, but they're made by the same people. And, and so, um, you know, you have kind of the strange, uh, you know, relativity in, involved there. You know, they typically are both lower quality pipes. They they are they well, I say lower quality pipes, lower quality briar. It's something that okay, because that like like can we, can we just pause on this one real quick, right? Because I mean, like, I do feel like there is you know as you as you say, I started off kind of a little bit hard on the the, the as you said the humble uh, basket pipe, but you know for for many folks, I mean, like you know I, I I've got in my collection some basket pipes that are. I mean, they're 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 still holding on. Now, granted, yeah. they're not my everyday pipes, right? Like, they're not they they're not workhorse pipes or anything of that nature. But like, they're they they still they still smoke all right. You know what I mean? Like, you know, oh, they hold up. Yeah. No, and and some of my biggest customers, some of the most dedicated pipe smokers that we have, um, they exclusively smoke our uh, our wall pipes or our basket pipes. Those these are customers that uh, know their way around the pipe community. Uh, you know, are, are very sophisticated pipe smokers, and and that's what they smoke. They're not as concerned about the um, the logo on their side of their pipe or the uh, you know the box and and velvet you know sock that it came in kind of thing. They're they're concerned about really quality tobacco and having a pipe that is affordable and uh and gets the job done and then if they beat it up or lose it or you know drop it in the lake or whatever they're just not as concerned about it and so um yeah i mean it, you've got very sophisticated uh learned pipe smokers that um you know that 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 are 
committed to uh, smoking basket pipes and 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 you know consider them a very important staple in their um, in their pipe rotation. So yeah, it's interesting. You know, you, you see that uh, even though you know maybe the the grain isn't as good or um, you know something of that nature. It's it's you know it, they can still smoke great. There's always uh, you know these characteristics that uh, you just never know because briar is a a piece of wood that you don't see the inside of. Uh, you know you you never know it. It might it might be a great smoking pipe and uh, and also be manufactured very well so that everything lines up and it breathes really cool and uh, is cleaned easily and and all those types of things. So you know they're often made from. Uh, the center part of the briar block, which we talk of mm. as uh, e- Ebishon briar. So a lot of times this uh, the grain is not particularly uh, beautiful. You know, it'll kind of have this muddled uh, look to it. Uh, you know, it's a, a little um, kind of intertwined grain. Uh, and so that's why on a lot of these uh, wall pipes or, or, or basket pipes, on the smooth basket pipes that you'll see, a lot of times the stain is very dark. It's a very dark stain, and the idea there is they're kind of trying to hide some of the uh, imperfections or some of the, uh, you know, the grain that's not particularly attractive or things um, of that nature. Uh, you don't see a lot of sandblasting in basket pipes. You see more rusticating. Now, you know, what's the difference there? Sandblasting is um, a little more sophisticated of a, a, of a process. It removes uh, the... Um, you know, particles around, uh, you know, the, the grain in order to, you know, expose this relief. Um, and, and rustication is just kind of this, uh, you know, it can be very uh, elegant and rustication can be beautiful and well done and, uh, and, and you know, very uh, thoughtful. But it, it can also be pretty ham-fisted, you know. <laughs> it could be uh, something you can do with an ice pick and a, you know, hammer or a Dremel tool kind of thing. So, um, you know, it's just uh, a, everyone's kind of got their own method. But a lot of these patterns that you'll see on the... Um, basket pipes are going to be easy to replicate, very repetitive. Uh, you know, they're, they're rusticated in, uh, you know, very simple, simple ways. I, we, we had some in the shop uh, a while back that kind of almost resembled the, like this kind of scrawl that was on the side. It looked like someone had dug this ribbon across the thing. And, and frankly, the pipe just kind of looked like it had termite damage, you know? <laughs> you know, so it's a variety of things that they can make the pipe look like. Typically, the pipe is not uh, you know, aged briar. They if they if they do anything to the briar, they'll like kiln dry it or something to you know artificially kind of uh, you know speed up the um, the aging process of that wood so that it becomes uh, you know ready to take on uh, the the heat of the bowl more. Um, and so that kind of thing. But, you know, look, I, we have spent a lot of time knocking the, the, the basket pipe, right? <laughs> well, but see, that's the question. There's got to be a case for it, right? I mean, like for especially for like you, the tobacconist, the pipe shop owner, you know, yes, you've got all of these amazing uh, artis- art- artisanal uh, pipes that come through the doors. But there's a reason why there is a basket of pipes or a wall of pipes uh, that are, that y'all have at the shop. So what is the like? What is the case for the basket pipe? Yeah, and and, and there you know there are so many reasons to love the basket pipe, and um and there's a reason we love selling them and love pointing people to them all the time. And you know I, I I felt bad. It's like okay, let me get the lumps out of the way, right? Let's go ahead and talk about all the you know the <laughs> let's let's go ahead and get the picking on uh, over with. But you know there are a lot of reasons to love a basket pipe. These are great starter pipes, right? Um, you know, I, we always talk about, you know, with new pipe smokers, if you're getting into pipe smoking, the expense of pipe smoking is up 
upfront. It, it it really is upfront. Tobacco, as much as we want to complain about tobacco prices, tobacco pipe tobacco is really inexpensive. You know, I mean, you, you can get a bowl for you know on average you know forty to sixty cents or something like that. <laughs> like it's just absurdly inexpensive compared to you know cigars or or something of that nature. And so you know, typically we see that the the experience of the pipe, uh, the the cost of it is going to be on the front end. It's going to be, uh, you know, procuring that initial pipe to begin with. And so we love selling these basket pipes because they are uh, affordable and they are real briar, at least the ones that we sell. And, um, you know, so it gives someone an idea of, hey, this is what uh, pipe smoking is really about. You know, you've got that uh, that briar, um, you know, how the briar handles the tobacco, how it builds cake, um, you know, and all that kind of stuff. It's uh, very uh, it's just a, you know, it, it's a it's a different process. The alternative to that, of course, is a corncob pipe. Now, we, everybody knows, uh, you know, at Country Squire Radio, we love uh, Missouri Meerschaum pipes and, and stand by them and sell them and promote them. Um, you know, but sometimes you do want a briar pipe and you want that real experience of a wooden, uh, you know, uh, pipe. And so, you know, that's the, the, the first place we point people to, particularly newer pipe smokers, is the basket uh, basket briar pipe, and uh, and they really are good for for new smokers. The nice thing about it too is that you really don't have to worry about uh, you know knocking around with it. And so because it was a uh, it is a briar pipe, but it's also inexpensive. Uh, you know, leave one in your glove compartment, leave one in your toolbox, leave one in your you know your tackle box when you go fishing, kind of thing. It's a uh, you know just a nice versatile pipe that uh, can function on the lawnmower at the golf course or you know wherever you find yourself. And um, you know you, you don't. Uh, necessarily have to you know just protect it uh, unless it becomes one of those pipes that's just you know a, a real gem for you which occasionally you'll see there's a great way to ex- experience pipe smoking fullest well you know not breaking the bank I mean you can really uh, keep a, a basket pipe for a very long time I've got you know customers that smoke their uh, you know late parents basket pipes kind of thing and so uh, you know as long as you um, you know take good care of it a lot of them will last a, a very long time and um, not all pipes are created equally you'll have some that'll you know burn out on the on the quicker side but then some uh, that will really last like I said a, a very long time um, it, it is typically because of how they're produced it is typically a little more important if you're a heavier smoker, to build a proper cake on a basket pipe, because a lot of these basket pipes might have flaws that would uh, make them more prone to burning out, uh, make them more prone to getting a little hairline cracks or uh, developing, you know, tunnels in the side of the briar, things like that. And so, um, you know, so keep that in mind if you do have a basket pipe and you, you start putting a lot of miles on it, be sure it's got some good cake built up on the uh, on the inside of it. That'll really help protect that wood and uh, and make sure that it lasts a, a long time. So, you know, again, uh, there are they vary a lot. You've not all of them are created equal. So you've got uh, some that might have maybe a little nicer finish on them, a little nicer grain. You've got uh, some that um, you know might feature a lighter stain or a lucite stem or a, even a pre-carbonated bowl that uh, you know can kind of help you break that pipe in. And so. Um, you know, there's a variety of, of pipes like this, but 
Um, you know, some of the best customers I have, again, they smoke these basket pipes, they love them, and they just really don't have to worry about them. And, and I tell you, the folks that, um, that love them the most are people that actually work for a living, unlike me and Bo. <laughs> folks like, uh, you know, construction workers and farmers and painters. I mean, some of my um, biggest customers are, uh, you know, experienced uh, artisans and craftsmen, you know, uh, carpenters and um, you know, contractors, folks that uh, work with their hands, and and they love these pipes because they can get a good smoke. They can enjoy their favorite tobacco on the job. Um, you know, but if it uh, if something goes awry and they uh, they they mess up their pipe, then well, you know, they um they they're not out a whole lot. So it, it, what's really neat though is when that humble basket pipe kind of in the eye of the smoker graduates to a new level. You know. That unicorn basket pipe that someone gets and finds that uh, that smokes so good that they're like, you know, this is a basket pipe, but it's become like one of my favorite pipes, and I don't want to, yeah, and it's like I don't want to mess it up, you know, like this this one, you know, I'm I'm just gonna smoke this one on Sunday, you know. <laughs> That's right, Pinocchio, you just became a real. A ri- <laughs> <laughs> the blue fairy comes down and grants that pipe. Uh, uh, regular rotation status that's or. it that's it or uh, sun maybe sunday sta- evening status cocktail party status or whatever it is but um well let's not get too i, I know right <laughs> <laughs> but uh man anyway really cool we're just um you know thrilled um you know to to have these kind of basket pipes in our uh, in our store and in the community it's one of those things where you know it, it has a place in everyone's rotation and um certainly if you don't have a pipe that you feel comfortable toting around in your uh you know in your glove box or you know uh tackle box or you know whatever it might be your uh backpack that gets uh dinged up a lot and stuff like that well it sounds like you ought to add a basket pipe to your collection there you go and don't be ashamed honestly nah. like you know the the <laughs> i know i i kind of uh that story, as I kind of painted the picture at the top of the show, so might might have sounded a little little uh, uh, specific, and that is because I have a basket pipe that is very near and dear to my heart, and I <laughs> felt very weird about buying it, man. I uh, I really it's, I was on the hunt. In fact, if you actually go back to the earliest like pre one hundred episodes yeah. of Country Squire Radio, yeah. you'll hear me talking about wanting to get this saddle bit pipe. And I you know I can't even remember if I confessed it was a basket pipe on the show <laughs> when I finally found it, like. I I was like, you know, I kind of wanted this to be this really special thing and like, you know, maybe save up some ducats for it. And then I found essentially the exact shape I was looking for and the exact pipe I was looking for in the form of a basket pipe. And I was like, you know what? I'm I'm still kind of new with this. I'm I'm getting this. This is it. This is the one. And I'm not going to feel bad about it. But then I didn't feel bad about it. And I I hid that fact. But you know what? One of my proudest pipes with one of the most uh, uh, special memories of of going and exploring uh, uh, up in the hills of Italy while enjoying this particular pipe was a, in fact, a basket pipe. And is, uh, yeah, it's not part of my current rotation. Yeah. It is very much specifically kind of connected with that trip. But in large part, that has more to do with my own personal shame, which is ridiculous. <laughs> it is ridiculous. That, that's a you problem. That's I, not that, that's that's not exactly that pipe's right. problem. That's your problem. <laughs> that's right. That's exactly right. We'll, we'll have to do some sort of like, you know, pipe therapy at some point. Yeah, we really should. <laughs> start like... Yeah. Uh, exploring the pipes that are in the collection that we may not be as proud of, but maybe, you know what, we should be like, you know what, hey, this is this is my pipe. There are many like it, but uh, this <laughs> one's mine. And that's, <laughs> it's, it'll be great. Listen, man, the, uh, you know, you talk about the fact that, uh, you know, basket pipe, uh, you know, there's some there's some good basket pipes out there, but some of them are, I mean, just, just downright cheap. But there's a difference between cheap and affordable. And, you know, the great thing is when you can find a uh, quality pipe at an ex- exceptional price, 
but also an exceptional quality. And you've already referenced them, our good friends at Missouri Meerschaum. No, that's right. Uh, today we want to feature uh, one of the best pipes that they sell, and particularly for a new smoker, uh, someone that's wanting to stick their toe in the water for uh, you know, pipe smoking to see what it's all about, to see if the rhythm is for them, if the, uh, you know, it tastes of the tobacco and the experience and the uh, collecting the knickknacks and all the things we love about the, the ritual of pipe smoking uh, is about. Uh, a lot of folks are encouraged to pick up legend corncob pipes from Missouri Meerschaum. Uh, it's the most popular pipe in their lineup, and for the price, uh, it's just a great deal. Uh, it's a mid-sized filtered pipe. It has a, a medium-sized bowl with that kind of uh, amber-colored yellow coating on the outside that's just very... Uh, very attractive. So it comes in a bent and a straight variety and something that you can, uh, you know, count as a handsome uh, addition to your collection. But but again, a good starter pipe for someone uh, along with a basket pipe that, that might want to stick their toe in the water, see what pipe smoking is all about and, uh, and check it out. So um, anyway, check it out. You can go to corncobpipe.com and order your Missouri Meerschaum Legend, getting it straight from the source in Washington, Missouri. Uh, they'll be glad to pop it in the mail to you and you can have it here in a few days. That's right, man. And if you happen to have one, be sure to uh, enjoy it. If you do enjoy it this week, be sure to uh, take a picture of yourself doing so. We'd love to retweet those out to let the good folks at Missouri Mirsham know we appreciate them for sponsoring the show. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. 
question of the week. Pipe question of the week. All right, I have to admit something, man. I, this pipe question of the week came from me, and it was it was strategic. Uh, okay. this, there's some strategery involved with this. Okay. Um, now, the last time I I took took the reins of the of the pipe question of the week was uh, it kicked off something, which was about pipe pipe buying remorse, spending yeah. too much for for a pipe. Yeah, we had some fun with that. That was we good. we really did. And I should actually mention we're still getting some feedback. Some stories came in after afterwards, or, or maybe didn't quite make the cut. And I think we'll probably end up revisiting that topic of of pipe uh, tales of pipe remorse. So if you've got a uh, a pipe that you spent too much money on and uh, and you want to share that story we, we want to hear it but but given this subject matter for this week's episode man i kind of wanted to like revisit that from a different angle john david what is the cheapest pipe that you personally have ever bought with the follow-up question are you ashamed of it mm, the cheapest pipe i've ever bought yes. and am i ashamed of yes, it yes golly after you just like made me feel bad for being ashamed of my <laughs> My best no, advice. no. I mean, no. You shouldn't be. Well, I, okay. No, so right. I, ha- so I have one of our own, uh, and and we're talking about briar pipes here, because you know, as far as a inexpensive no, right. pipe, yeah, I've got you know plenty of uh, ten dollar Missouri Meershams and and stuff like that. We're but, talking about a pipe that's trying to pretend like it's something it's not. You know what I mean? Like that's what we're talking about. That yeah. that's that's fair. Yeah, I I do have. Let me think about this. Um, yeah, I've, I've I have a couple of our own, uh, you know, wall pipes, basket pipes in my rotation uh, that I smoke and that I love. Um, really, I, I I do. Yeah, really. I sure, I sure Wait, do. hang on. Yeah. Time out. Time out. Time. Out. Let me. Let me. All right. I've got. I'm going to unpack this real quick. So are, these, <laughs> are these pipes that you acquired prior to acquiring the shop, or is this like as you were testing out new manufacturers, or like how did yeah, you? Yeah, more more along that line. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it, okay. It's one of those things where you know if you're going to sell something, you need to have experience with it and. And, uh, you know, feel if you're going to feel good about it, you want to, you know, understand it and be uh, familiar with it and believe in it and all those things. And so. um, So, yeah, when we, you know, pick out new manufacturers for things like, uh, you know, some of our house pipes or, you know, something of that nature, we always uh, always sample them. Yeah. Just like when uh, we get, uh, you know, we have cigars made for the country squire with our name on them and we love those. And so, you know, every every so often I'll pull one out of the bunch and just smoke it, make sure the qualities is the. Um, you know, where we expect it and things of that nature. But but they're also, you know, pretty good smoking pipes. I mean, I, I've got a couple that I really enjoy and, again, you know, can keep one in the truck and not have to worry about it. And, um, you know, and so that, that part's good. I, you know, I, I'm trying to think of a pipe that's really, I mean, the cheapest pipe I've ever bought. I, I did find a, a basket pipe in a shop in the Atlanta mall there's a mall okay, right okay. Out, right out. what's that big mall in atlanta is it uh i don't know it's one of those like you know back in the day it was like one of the biggest malls in america or something like that i can't remember but anyway okay. um i i remember going on a trip in college there and i think i got a basket pipe in that uh that tobacco store in the mall for i, I don't know maybe maybe 20 bucks or something like that i'm not ashamed of it i'm, I'm not it's a it's a you know handsome pipe it's a smooth pipe that has very um, you know, unremarkable grain and all that kind of stuff. But, um, you know, but it's a nice little pipe. It smokes pretty good. I, I don't smoke it very often anymore. And, um, you know, it was uh, one of my first briar pipes, not the first one, but one of uh, one of the, you know, first few in my collection. And so, 
um, you know, yeah, it's something I something I like to you know keep around. And uh, a matter of fact, I've got a pipe board in my dining room at home, and uh, and it is it you know displayed where everybody can see it, and uh, right up there with a couple of Lane era Sheratons is is a, is that pipe. So um, so no, I'm not ashamed of it. I don't think it'd be ashamed of me. <laughs> okay, all right. Well, there you go. There you go. All right, fair enough. I uh, I'm 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 glad to know. Glad to know. I thought that would be appropriate. All things considered. Uh, if, <laughs> And, uh, you know, it's always very interesting, too, because you've got, you know, I think, you know, to be fair, I think, I think, you know, there there might be an assumption that John David Cole is like the Scrooge McDuck. Uh, He opens up the vault at the Country Squire and he's got like the the most exquisite pipes that he's just swimming in all the way around. (laughs) And and to be fair, that's accurate. But uh, (laughs) don't put that evil on me now. It's just with pipe tobacco. He doesn't do it with the pipes. He does it with the tobacco. <laughs> right, right. That's funny. But uh, but no. I mean, like the reality is, is like it's interesting to know if I mean when you've got access to some of like the best pipes out there, uh, you know what 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 kind of qualifies. So it's I'm glad yeah. to know. I'm glad to know that you've got basket pipes in your rotation. That, that I, just do, I do. I do. I am, and you know that's where my journey started in some ways. Just like uh, just like a lot of people and. Um, so yeah, you know, smoke your basket pipe proudly, put it, put it there in your rotation. And, uh, even if it's not your best smoking pipe, just, uh, use that as an opportunity to remember just kind of how you got started in, uh, smoking a pipe and where that pipe came from, if it has a story. And, um, sometimes the story of a pipe is more important than how the pipe smokes. Quick, Quick fire, fire with, with the squire. squire. All right. Quick fire quest, Joe. <laughs> All right, Matt, here we go. Uh, quick fire <laughs> questions from Marcus. All right, this is where would you rather smoke your pipe? All right? Ooh, okay. On the dock of a lake or on the bank of a river? Uh, On the dock of a lake. Yeah, give me something yeah. man-made. I, I'm, I don't, otherwise, you like you get ants all crawling up on you. Although you, that happens on a dock too. <laughs> it can, it can. But I, yeah, I'm gonna go dock on a lake. I just kind of envision, you know, like uh, birds kind of floating in to, uh, you know, uh, float and swim on the surface of the lake. Maybe uh, a little more serene of an environment. Yeah, I'll, I'll go with that. All right. Yeah, I mean, it's just a little bit, a little bit more. I I love uh, smoking my pipe while I'm like in the river if I'm like you know fly fishing or something of that nature. But yeah, I don't I don't find that I like have a main desire to like just sit by the river but i don't know actually as i'm saying saying that it does sound kind of appealing Maybe it's well enough. documented that we are the least outdoorsy mississippians in the history it of is no we, we've visited that multiple times let's yeah. go to the next question right. <laughs> on a cool fall morning with changing leaves or a cold winter night with a fresh layer of snow a uh, cool fall morning you know those those evenings or th- those mornings where it is just kind of crisp and uh, you know, it's comfortable to walk outside, but it's a refreshing weather change. Uh, you know, that's that is the best pipe smoking weather mm. in my book. I mean, that's just that if you can't smoke your pipe, then you're just you shouldn't be a pipe smoker. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, that is pipe smoking season. Absolutely. Yep. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, 100 percent with you. And also uh, snow. Not not familiar. Uh, all right. Next yeah, what's one. that <laughs> on a boat in Venice or on a boat in the Caribbean? Uh, I, I think in. In Venice, right? I mean, you're gosh, you're in Italy. It's the home of uh, some of the nicest pipes in the world. Uh, you know, I, I yeah, I'm gonna go with that. There's something romantic about being uh, being on that side of the pond. Yeah, that's a that's a tough one. It really is. Uh, I like feeling like a pirate, man. I'm gonna have to go down to the Caribbean. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with boat on the Caribbean. <laughs> yeah, get your uh, you know your your cup of grog and uh, and roll with it. All right, here we go. On a Sasquatch hunting trip or on a Loch Ness monster hunting trip? 
I feel like pipe smoking goes better with Sasquatch. I I, I don't know. Mm. Like I, you know, Loch Ness monster that you know that he's got a little more class, right? Sasquatch. This is like he's practical. This is you know you're in the woods and you know you don't have to wear a kilt and. <laughs> Go wow. with Sasquatch. I don't know, man. I think we got several Scottish listeners who are like, "What you talking about, man?" Like, like you. you no, that's what I'm saying. The 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 you know Loch Ness is yeah, a little more. I, I don't know. I, I just I feel like you need to you know smoke your pipe while while hunting Sasquatch. Okay. All right. Well, so first of all, uh, uh, you monster, how how dare you? Uh, if if you see the Sasquatch, if you see uh, the Loch Ness monster, why 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 are you out here hunting it? I guess you're hunting it just to prove that it exists, not not to kill it. Speak for yourself. <laughs> Do you have a vendetta against the Loch Ness? I mean, like Sasquatch, fine, but like Loch Ness monster, I you know maybe maybe it's the last me, dinosaur. Maybe he owes me some money or something. I don't know. <laughs> All right, I, that's that's your business. Uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Nessie, man. I'm gonna go with Nessie. Uh, the Millennium Falcon or Black Pearl? Uh, Millennium Falcon. I, I'd rather smoke my pipe on the Millennium Falcon. I actually have no idea what the Black Pearl is. All right, Millennium Falcon. I, can you smoke a pipe in the vacuum of space? It's a good question. Uh, that, in an, that, in an air-controlled, I, I don't know actually. That, that the, the can, I have no idea. But but the which which would I rather? I, I feel like I've got to go with that one. Okay. Um. So Black Pearl is of course uh, Jack Sparrow's ship from Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, that's uh, right. Yeah. Yes. The uh, the the cursed ship of the original uh, uh, film. Uh, the Black Pearl, absolutely, one hundred percent. Yes. Uh, smoking a pipe on a pirate ship that has got to be like that is on my bucket list. <laughs> so that is uh, yep. that's got to happen. Um. <laughs> On the filming set of your favorite movie or on the rehearsal stage of your favorite theatrical production? Interesting. Ooh. Um, wow. I, I think I've got to go with the uh, rehearsal stage of my favorite theatrical production. That, that would be fun. That, that, that would be fun. Of course, I have no business being in either of these settings, but, um, man, that, that, that would be a lot of fun. Bo, what is your – well, you, you answer the question, then I've got a question for you. Uh, yeah, so I've, I'm going to have to, so like, you know, obviously, I, you know, there's so many different film sets that that's very achievable. Like you can go to, you know, I mean, Star Wars, you can go to, uh, the, the spot where they filmed, uh, you know, the, the, uh, the indoor chase scenes and you can go to the spot where yeah. like the, the Lars homestead is and that sort of thing. So that, that's yep. very achievable. Rehearsal stage would be uh, nigh impossible. I would imagine to actually get there to smoke on, uh, theatrical production, especially like somewhere like Broadway, it'd be pretty tough. Um, but I have, especially like in my formative years, such a connection with the stage, man. I think, I think yeah. it would have to be the rehearsal stage of a, of a favorite theatrical production. Yeah. Okay. So what is your favorite theatrical production? Okay. So this is the other factor too. Like how do you, how do you quantify that? Like on the one hand, if it was still possible, like from a personal standpoint, like a theatrical production that I was in, like if I could go back to my high school theater and smoke yeah, a pipe, like, like reminiscing on the memories. Yeah, this is quick fire. We're just kind of we're we're rolling with it. Yeah, so I, that except they tore down the stage. Like that that my my high school theater doesn't exist anymore, <laughs> so that's not possible. I, I would probably say, man, um, the theater. Uh, I think it, it's either on or off Broadway where uh, Newsies was first done. Um, just uh, it's not. Newsies is, is I, I can't say that it is my favorite, but if I look at like the course of my life, it is probably the most influential of okay. uh, theatrical uh, uh, performances out there. It's a fantastic, and it still holds up. It's such a great, uh, great play, a great movie. I was I was talking with a, a friend of mine recently who's also kind of a, a musical and, and theater nut, and uh, I was like, I was like, you know, we were talking about it, Newsies came up, and she was like, ah, I never really liked Newsies. I was like, you don't like Newsies! 
Newsies. She's like, she looked at me. She's like, she's like, yeah. Like, what song am I gonna sing from Newsies? And I realized it's like, oh yeah, it's like all dudes. Like everything, like every single part of that movie. I was like, but there's there's the one dancing lady. There's the nuns that sing for two seconds. Okay, fair enough. It's not for ladies. I get that. But, uh, <laughs> it's not for you. Yeah. It, 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 uh, but yeah, man, that was a that was a very formative. Uh, That's uh, funny. <laughs> so yeah, if I could go, man, if I could go to where they performed Newsies. Uh, before they took it off Broadway and smoked my pipe with my Newsies cap, come on, that that's got to be it. That's got to be it. Uh, man, great questions. Great Marcus. questions. Yeah, it was good. Excellent job. So hey, if you've got some quick fire questions for us, be sure to send those into the show. Show at countrysquireradio.com. We also love getting all kinds of wonderful feedback, like from iTunes. Head over to iTunes, write us a review if you've not done so already. Uh, it's easy to do; doesn't cost you a dime. But of course, if you do have a couple dimes you want to throw at the show, we greatly appreciate it. And this show is made possible directly by y'all's support over at Patreon.com/slash/CountrySquireRadio. Uh, join the International Pipe Club, which uh, is great to do, but but not qualifying for the best of uh, <laughs> communities. Which, by the way, as a reminder, uh, be sure to get those votes in, those nominations in. Yeah, nominations. Yeah, countrysquireradio.com. Look for the button that says best of. By the way, you can keep up with us throughout the week. You can follow me. I'm at the real Bo York. I'm at John David Cole. Or you can get us at the shop at at underscore country squire. Or the show's handles at Squire Radio. But all that information and more, including the nomination button, is available at countrysquireradio.com. Man, I think I think we did we did right by the basket pipe this week. I think Pat. we did. We we gave um we were honest, so we we gave them um we gave the basket pipe. It's uh you know it's due uh, yeah. in, in in both sides. I mean I, I think there's uh there's some benefits to the basket pipe, even though it might be the ugly duckling of the pipe world that you have to dig through your pipe salad to find. <laughs> 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 no, we gave it uh, we gave it its medals and its criticisms uh, alike, and that's that's right. And let and may it be judged accordingly uh, by the audience. So <laughs> there you go. Well, hey man, let's go have a day. See you, brother. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion? Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. 
If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.